just like that. It's 2022. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to be living my Carrie Bradshaw podcasting dreams, okay? So we're all going to have to get used to it and just let me do it and don't say anything about it. Goodbye. <laughs> Five seconds into this year, she says goodbye. We're doing very well. Well, everybody, welcome back to You're Going to Die in There, an American Horror Story podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Taylor. And for the first time this year, who do we have with us? I don't know. Oh, my God. We've done this. How many times have we done this? Forgot my name. <laughs> Her name, Haley Grace. Yes, everybody, we are back after the holidays. We survived the holidays, but just barely. Um, we are tan. We are blonde. <laughs> this fool. Okay, this fool went and got a spray tan in the middle of the winter. She looks like a piece of lightly toasted chicken, ready to be gnawed on. At least I'm tan. I don't want to be tan. I like being pasty white. It's my calling card. If I don't think I would look good tan, I would look like a pumpkin because well, I'm I went losing weight, on... but I'm still the round. Well, I went on a Wednesday night to get this during all that bad weather. Did not rain one time <laughs> driving to that the house I went to and coming back. But as soon as I hopped out my car, I was sitting there. I parked the car and I was like, I should put my rain jacket on just in case. Because one drop and it's over with. Because you have to like yes. let it marinate in your skin. Um, as soon as I hopped out the car, I was like, let me get my umbrella ready. And I could hear it. The rain. Not just a light drizzle, but a complete downpour coming for me. And I couldn't get my umbrella to open and I was so scared to my... I was going to catch a drop on my face and mess up my face. That would be so funny. I'm sorry. Like, you're, like, splotchy. It was, it was scary. The fact that you did not care if there was a tornado, and you're like, I'm going to be tan. So, tornado or not. That, that's, that's the reason that I love you. <laughs> yeah, my cousin was like, why'd you get a spray tan? I was like, because I wanted one. Well, yeah, I mean, I you know... I, audience i always remark that Haley grace is very tan even in the middle of winter because she'll pull up her stomach and look like she's just been to jamaica or something and it's you know january 4th 30 degrees outside so this is not surprising to me but it's very funny to me because the idea of you going out in the middle of a tornado just to be tan is something i should have witnessed i'm tan and i'm proud <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. It's like this one drop episode. I'm ugly and I'm proud. <laughs> What's that? Um, oh, that's not a SpongeBob episode. I'm thinking of that. Oh, that's Stranger Things where he's like, she's crazy and she's our friend and we love her. And I'm like, okay. Very that. It's me. Very that energy. Um, yes, yeah, since we last, well, since you last heard us, there has been some changes in the world. Betty White died. It has nothing to do with American Horror Story, but it's just too much. It's too much. Um, 
And uh, nothing's really new with us. We've just... Um, anything new with you that I don't know about? No. See, we had a very boring holidays. We just tried to live. That's pretty much, you know, how it went down. So, this week, we are going to be diving into episodes three and four of American Horror Story Hotel, episode three, Mommy, and episode four, Devil's Night, which is a tour de force of an episode. And I see, I'm coming up with new words for this year. I was going to say iconic, but then I just said, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say iconic. Um, so I said tour de force, something like that. Uh, yes, these are... Yeah, you very... just yelled about somebody saying homogenous. Who did? You heard that word on a TikTok I was watching and you got angry about it. Okay, because that was dumb. Okay. Homogenous? What does that even mean again? Google it. I'm not Googling it. It, it wasn't Google it like it. someone cooking and there's like, I don't want this, like we're, we're doing this so it's not homogenous. No, right? mix what, was until it it's homogenous. Mix until it's homogenous. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And what does it mean, Haley Grace? It means... Of all the same kind. Alike. Consisting of parts of all the same kind. So... So just say the same. Mix it together. Yeah, just mix it together. You don't gotta be homogenous. Till it looks the same and it's not five different things. Uh, d- d- uh, f- People on TikTok are too much for me, which is why I get on there like once a month and laugh for two hours, and then I cut it off again because I can't be on it 24-7. I can't. I live. I know you do. I know you do. But anyways, yes, this week we are diving into episodes three and four of Hotel, um, and we um, actually have a little bit of American Horror Story news for you. This week, even though we are kind of in, you know, still the dead season, um, still waiting for any announcements about season 11, you know, there have been a couple of quotes from actors that are, you know, frequently appear in American Horror Story, etc. So we will dive into that in our first section of the week, the Lana Winter Special. Equally reviled and celebrated, she is one of the most provocative and polarizing figures of our time. Lee Harris has agreed to an interview live on television. Welcome to the Lana Winter Special. So, in a recent interview um, asking if she was going to be returning for season 11 of American Horror Story, Leslie Grossman said, I always say if Ryan invites me to the party, I go to the party happily with bells on. I don't know. I don't think he has. I don't know what he has in store for next year. No, I don't know what the idea is for next year. I have no idea. Maybe yes, maybe no. Stay tuned. AKA, I'm in negotiations and my agents are working with FX. <laughs> so, you know, we might get a Leslie Grossman less uh, season 11, which I desperately hope that that is not the, the, the case because she brings some much needed comedy to the show. Um, so yeah, I think we're kind of in that era, not era, we're in that space right now where Ryan Murphy knows what he's going to do for next season, but no one else does, or everyone already knows, and they're just under a really strict, uh, NDA. So, yeah. 
do you want her back next season? Sure, why not? I know, I, I won't, I, I do want her back, but I want them to give her, like, a very, like, uh, meaty role. Like, I think her role in season nine, when she was, like, the villain, was actually really good. She plays a really good villain because she just has this, like, bitchy demeanor that really works really well for some of these characters. And I just want to see her play someone really mean and vicious. I think she would really kill that. So I am rooting for a season 11 with Leslie Grossman as the villain. I'm manifesting that for this year. We're doing that. Um, I tried manifesting a lot of things last year, and it didn't work out, so maybe this one will actually work. I just want a quality season. Also that. Also that. <laughs> take, take, listen, take your time. I don't care if season 11 premieres December 30th, 2022. I don't really care. As long as it's good, as long as it's thought out from beginning to end. And no more Murder House. No more Murder House. We gotta we gotta give her a break. She's gotta breathe. She needs a moment. Come back to her in ten years or something. I don't Or never. It. Or never. Honestly, they've kinda ruined it. I'm not even gonna lie. But if we can get Connie Britton back, well we we, we can talk then. We, we, then then is a conversation. But until then, I don't really want to hear anything about it. Um, so yes, there's that. And then, 10 years in, American Horror Story is still changing the face of television. Um, because there have been some rule changes to the Emmys, um, as far as how shows qualify, um, like for what awards. Because in the past, American Horror Story has qualified for the limited series category, uh, which is supposed to be, of course, for shows that are not on, you know, ongoing dramas. But, as we all know, a lot of these storylines intersect other seasons. I mean, there was a full-on crossover season that we are going to be talking about very, very soon. So, you know, calling it a quote-unquote mini-series is often difficult because although you can watch these seasons individually, sometimes they do have characters in them or storylines that require you watching another season for it to make sense. So, um, the new rule, which, I mean, I'm not saying that American Horror Story is the only reason this is going on, but I I suspect that it's a major part of it. The new rule is that a limited series story arc must be completely resolved within its season with no ongoing storyline and or main characters or subsequent season... Yeah, and or, and or any main characters. And subsequent seasons must cover completely new ground, requiring no knowledge of the events of the previous season. So, what that means is that if any future season of American Horror Story is a, any kind of crossover, a crossover of any kind and, or you know, has anything in it outside of like an Easter egg that like only you know, fans would know, the show will be forced to compete as a regular drama series and not an unlimited series, which is where a lot of the actors have won their Emmys for it because, um, you know, you might have all these actors and actresses in the main drama series, but, you know, if you're on the limited side, you have a better chance sometimes. So this means American Horror Story is no longer going to be able to compete um, as a limited series if, you know, it's like Coven Part 55 work um i think this last season would probably work because you really don't need any knowledge of any of the past seasons for it to work but like apocalypse wouldn't have been able to do that 
So, um, yeah, that's kind of what we've got right now with American Horror Story. We, um, I think... I have a feeling in the new year here, um, Ryan Murphy is going to be announcing returning cast members at, at the very least, probably very soon. He usually starts that like, you know, February, March, or something. So I think we should be expecting that pretty soon. I'm very excited. I don't, you know, I, I know there was that you know long contest last uh, summer for the new season, but I still don't know if he's really going to pick that one for the new season. So. Um, there's always a chance it could be a wild card and the witches could come back. Who's to know? Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all we've got for our news. So, we can now move along to talking about our hotel episodes of the week. Haley Grace, are you ready? I guess. <laughs> um... Over the holidays, I was looking at some of our reviews, and someone said that, like, they liked our discussions and stuff, and I'm like, that's amazing, because all Haley Grace does is clown my ass on this podcast, so luckily someone finds it entertaining. We're ready to take you to school sometimes. You really are. You really are, but you Let know what? Let me prepare my monologue. Here she goes. Here she goes. Yeah, listen. This podcast would be nothing without you, Haley Grace, and you know it. Yeah, I know. She's like, yeah, I'm I'm the reason people tune I'm the in. main character. <laughs> okay. Main character vibes only. Did you introduce the name of this? I did. Earlier, okay. but I will do it again. I think um, I blacked it out. <laughs> she blacks out whenever I just start rambling. She's like, I'll just tune back in whenever I I was hear reading my name. something about Hawkeye because I had to figure something out in my brain and it, I couldn't just shut my brain off thinking about it. So I had what to. What did you have to figure out? I, you haven't watched all of it. I don't. I, I've, I, you know, I don't care. Tell me. I want to know. Well, like Gamora's brother, his name is Ronan, but then they mm-hmm. call Hawkeye's ultra. He, like when he was the bad guy, it was also the Ronin, and so I was just trying to figure that out. Oh, back when he like shaved his like did that mullet, not not that mullet. When he that, was on a killing spree. Yeah, listen. And the whole reason why the the Lord tracksuits are after him. Not the tracksuits. <laughs> <laughs> she said the tracksuits. That's what they are. They're the tracksuit gang. <laughs> okay. So what did you figure out? Nothing, because I had to stop. She said, I didn't figure it out because you wanted me to talk. Ew. Yeah. Um, okay. I found a so, piece of pencil in my hair. You found a what? Actually, four. I have green and gold tinsel in my hair. Why? Because I, I was putting it in my niece's hair, and then I put some in my hair. And I just found it. Okay. Alrighty. So... Let's begin with episode three, Mommy. Okay. So Tristan meets with James Marsh, and they talk about um, all these secret places in the hotel, which James is like, I want you to open them up. 
Um, while that's going on, Will Drake leads Claudia Bankson and his son Lachlan on a tour of the seventh floor. And they run into Tristan in March's suite. Will demands that Tristan leave, but um, takes mental note that the cut on his face has disappeared. Mm. It's like he's the Wolverine and he's been healed. I mean, kind of. <laughs> when they all leave, March and Miss Evers say that the floor should remain unchanged. And Tristan says he'll take care of it. Tristan is just like getting right into bed with March and is like, just. He's like, I'll be your errand boy. Sure. Like, no questioning. He's just like, okay, sure. Whatever you say, I'll do it, sir. Um, so Alex Lowe is reflecting on her unhappy childhood being the the driving force as her career as a pediatrician <laughs> as most doctors are <laughs> i was unhappy as a child so i'll take care of children i mean i guess it kind of makes sense but it is what it is yeah um and she's thinking about her love that she had for her dear son holden um which was cl- he was clearly the favorite um she does not love her daughter or husband the same and when her child went missing that led to her attempted suicide yeah she, she tried, tried to, to unalive herself i love when you say unalive i think she like um like slit her wrists it's very dramatic way to go yeah i would just honestly if i was gonna kill myself i'd probably just like take pills and go to sleep Okay. Not me not me admitting my suicide plan on podcast. Well, I'll make sure that your mother checks in on you every night. Yes, please do. During uh, family counseling. Healthy. <laughs> John inquires Scarlett about the story that she came up with about Holden being at the hotel. And... Claudia's phone call breaks up as she enters her room because it's a dead zone. And she starts to hear noises in her room. And when she lays down to go night-night, Gabriel bursts up out of the mattress and stabs her to death. Yeah, early in the season, they're really into mattress deaths. I don't know what it is. Death by mattress. Death by mattress. Yes, very into so, it. So yeah, um, John and Adam investigate a gossip magazine where all of the employees have been killed in a note. Um, they note it as another murder of the Ten Commandments killer, and John returns to the hotel and. Stumbles up on bloody Gabriel in the lobby asking for help. Yeah, he's like, get me out of here, please. Help me. Help. So Tristan shows up in Will's room and apologizes for his behavior. 
um, Will is reviewing the hotel blueprints and notes that they don't resemble the reality of the building. Lots of uh, missing hallways like, and rooms. Why does this not math? No, this is not math. <laughs> this does not math. It does not compute America. Explain. Something isn't isn't mathing here. Me, my entire life. Um, so Tristan attempts to seduce him as a distraction and almost stabs him when he sees Elizabeth watching him disapprovingly. Mm-hmm. Lizzie said, not today. No, 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 mm-hmm. my dude. Not yet. So then we see John taking Gabriel to the, emer- to the emergency room. Um, and unfortunately, after he's like, Sally did this to me, he is no longer alive. He's slipped into a slumber. But at least it was at the hospital and not at the hotel. Right. He really got out of this scot-free if you really think about it. He said, get me out of here quick. Um, So when John gets back to the hotel, he has an encounter with Sally. Um, But she, like, is cuckoo-cachoo and goes off whenever he asks questions about Gabriel. And (laughs) she just, like disappears when he tries to handcuff her. Yeah, they're like in the elevator and she's like all up on him and then she just disappears. Yeah. Because she's been unalive for a very long time. She's like, poof, be gone. (gasps) So Iris has been researching where she and Donovan are going to run off to and get out of this crazy land but he's like I'm not leaving he like hates I'm staying her. here yeah. he tells her to unalive herself and leaves yeah he kind of mean to her but I think um, either it's in this episode or later in the season he talks about the fact that like she was into some kind of like new age diet thing and that he has so much fiber in his diet he crapped himself at school so I think he's a little scarred yeah you can still be nice to your mama right like I she mean haven't we all crapped ourselves once before hello anyway I'm just speaking for myself clearly he goes on to feed off of a homeless addict and then comes upon Ramona Royale. Fantastic name. <laughs> having some car trouble. He intends to her, but she tases him instead. What was that sound? That was a stabbing sound. Like that? Okay. Skywalker Ranch up in this bitch doing sound effects. Uh huh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Lizzie Girl has a rendezvous with Will, 
and she's like right on the edge of like she's seducing him and she's gonna get her way and then Tristan bebops in kills the mood it's like dude Dude, I was I was doing something here. I was trying to get some from a gay man. Yes. And so Lizzie admits to Trish, Tristan that she invested badly in Bernie <laughs> Madoff's pyramid scheme. Oh my gosh. And Lady Gaga was in a pyramid scheme. Ooh, like Lula Rich. Lula Rich. <laughs> So her, she she was trying to seduce him to get get married and get some money and then unalive him. Very a sound plan, if you ask me. She's marrying for what all women and men should marry for, money. <laughs> Hello. Poor Lizzie girl. So Alex serves John with some divorce papers. And he becomes very upset and apologizes for everything that he's failed at as a husband and a father. Um, while she is leaving the hotel, she finds a bloody Claudia and then Holden is in the hallway and he says, Mommy? <laughs> Mommy. How is he saying it again? Mommy. 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 Actually, he has like a little bit of like a lisp. And he's like, mommy or something. I don't know. It's weird. He's a, he talks really strange. Yeah, because he's a vamp, a vamp kid. A vampy kid. Yeah. Um, Sally tries to help Iris unalive herself by drugging her um, before clarifying that Iris will not stay in the hotel. Yeah, she's like, I'll only help you if you can literally promise to not haunt the hotel because I do not want to run into you, bitch. I'm tired of your face. Literally that. So, yeah. Um, Ramona. I don't know what she gives him. I, I think it's, I, she gives him, I don't know, like a, like a little biscuit from Starbucks. I don't know. We'll just call it She that. feeds him. Sure. It doesn't look like blood. Oh, maybe she's like filtering his blood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's like filtering his blood because he uh, was feeding off like a drug addict. So he's got like heroin or whatever in his system. So I think she's like, let me help you. Baby, let me help you. Pretty much. Um, and she tells him that she was an actress trying to make it big in 77. And she was saved um, from a casting couch by Lizzie Girl, who seduced and turned her. And for years they lived together until it ended in 1997 when Ramona left Lizzie for an aspiring rapper 
prophet Moses and turned him, and Lizzie responded by killing him. The the scene <laughs> where she kills him, like whatever wig she's wearing, she looks like Marilyn Monroe, and she like swivels around in this chair, and she's like, such a shame, he has such talent. Like, it's so high camp. It's, she, yeah, she's serving. Anyway. Uh, since then, Ramona's like, I'm going to get you and your little toe heads, too. <laughs> and she just needs to get into the hotel, and she's like, you can help me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donathan's like, Donovan, Donathan. Wait, what did, what did I you say? Call him? I said Donathan. 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 Just call him Donnie boy. Donnie is like, Lizzie dumped me last week. And so Ramona cuts him free. And she's like, shit. And she's like, well, hell, bye. Well, shit. What y'all doing? Screwing. Um, back at the hotel, Donovan is greeted by Liz Taylor, who gets on to him for how he treats his mama. And when the heroine doesn't kill Iris, Sally tries to suffocate her with a plastic bag over her head. Um, Sally is, like, standing there waiting, but Donovan breaks it up and slits his wrists and revives her. And Sally is like, ooh, wow, what a plot twist. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, so he turns her into a vampy and that is how we end episode four mommy yay (laughs) and now we will move right along to the i guess what is considered the halloween episode of the season episode four devil's night okay (laughs) richard ramirez who died in the year that i graduated high school the year of our Lord, 2013. <laughs> Whatever, what happened in 2013? Does anyone remember? All I remember is Art Pop came out. I graduated high school. Fantastic. Um, that's about it. <laughs> that's the only thing that happened that year. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Went to college. Didn't meet you yet. Mm-mm, that was, what was it, 2014? 20, no, it was 2015. Yeah, we had to wait a little while. Just a little bit. It's okay. Here mm-hmm. we are. Here we are. Send help. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he, he checks in for Devil's Night, and Liz Taylor leads him to his room where a married couple is taking a siesta after killing the husband the wife runs screaming from the room where she has been unalived by james march and james is like richard did you like your surprise yikes yikes um yeah so while answering a phone call from scarlet john lowe notices that 
uh, the ceiling and the wall are bleeding. Ooh. And meanwhile, Mrs. Miss Evers is having trouble getting a difficult blood stain out as well. Um, every Halloween, she's reminded of her son who was kidnapped in 1925. And John's like, yo, why is there blood coming from your room? And they talk and she explains that her son was taken to a ranch outside of town and all they found was the costume. His kidnapper had taken many other children and killed them as well and disposed of their bodies with uh, quick lime and put them in a mass grave. Yeah. This is actually based on a true story, too. Which we will discover later. But this is... um. This is Mrs. Evers' villain origin story, pretty much. Um, I do love them. I, I do love when they flash back to the 20s on American Horror Story. I, I think they do the 20s very well. Mm. And there's a lot of that in this season. So, yes, this is her villain origin story. <laughs> this is her villain origin story. It really is. <laughs> this is where she came from. Pretty much. Um, but after that, she has an instant change of attitude. And goes on and on about getting ready for the festivities later that evening. Um, Alex has taken Holden home. And the family dog is like, who are you? Why did you bring this here? That's, yeah, not, that's not him. Do I know you? Um, and Alex goes to get some juice for Holden. And she comes back to see him uh, just having a little drink of the dog, some blood, and he's like, I don't feel where, feel very good. I don't feel very good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Not too soon. <laughs> too soon. And he asks for his mommy. His other mommy. His lesbian mommy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's got two mommies. Oh, he he has his birth his, mother, and then he has his other his birth blood mother. Mommy. <laughs> um, so Alex takes him back to the hotel, and the boy runs to his little coffin. He's like, night, night. And Lizzie appears and explains that she saves children from neglect and talks about John um, as she walked holding away from the carousel herself. She explains the infection and Alex whips out her gun saying, cure him. And Lizzie's like, I'm going to need your loyalty and I'll let you be with Holden for the rest of your life. That's not how she says it. Okay, infect her. <laughs> she She's says like, it I'll like give you two. Very monotone. Okay, well, this is my retell- retelling of the events that uh, happened. Actually, it's a better retelling than the original, excuse me. Rude. Um, John discovers the Wineville chicken coop murders that Evans. Uh, not ever, Evans, that's me. Um, <laughs> that Evers. 
<laughs> that was funny. I really just read that as Evans. In my yeah, I know you did. You went full on dyslexia right there. <laughs> but, eh. but the murders that she had mentioned that took place 85 years ago. So yeah, he's really confused. It's been 85 years. It's been 85 years. So yeah. Um, he's like, oh, okay. Then he goes to the bar to drink. As one should. Yeah, he's very confused. He's like, in 1925, he's he's still not getting it. He's not getting the word ghost. He's not understanding it. He's like, these people are old. He needs it spelled out to him like a mir- like miracle worker, like in his hands. Like it's, Betty you know, White was three years old. Now she's dead. And the world will never be the same. Anyway, so Aileen Warnos enters for her 13th Devil's Night, and um, John recognizes her as her Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. He's like, girl, this is a fantastic costume. Where did you get it? And she's like, this is me. I'm actually Aileen Warnos, but thank you. Liz mentions that John is a special guest at the hotel and that he is a cop. Um, Eileen offers him some uh, fun times. Adult relations. <laughs> you want to go play a game in your room? Ew. Just cards. Just cards? They're going to go play a card game, you We're sicko. We're going to play Go Fish. <laughs> Literally, that's it. <laughs> Mm, yeah okay and they go to they go to his room to play cards yeah that's it mm-hmm. that's definitely it so while tied to a chair yeah he kind of that like goes unconscious i think and he kind of like wakes up and he's like i'm tied to a chair i'm pretty sure that's how that happens yeah he realizes that the dev- what um the devil's night is at the hotel cortez and um they fight until he handcuffs her in the bathroom and finds her driver's license and um he goes back to look at the guest book and finds a list of serial killers who have signed in and um, Liz describes March's annual tradition and um, discovers that he is also on the invitation list. Oh, wait. I don't know. This is not when he's, like, loopy. Because they, okay, now this is earlier. I thought that this was when they, like, drug him. Okay, I think he actually has her in a chair or something. I think he has her tied to the chair and then she gets loose or something. Whatever. Anyway, someone was tied to a chair and then... No, they're not. So because they're playing go fish. They're playing go fish. This is what happens when you play go fish. Sometimes you get tied to things and you forget. Anyway, um, he makes his way to room seventy-eight for Din Din, and um, March introduces himself, and John reminds him that he would have died eighty-five years ago. Still not getting it. And. March reminds him that anything is possible in the hotel. That's why I love hotels. 
Um, John Wayne Gacy and Jeffrey Dahmer introduce themselves, and John recognizes the Zodiac killer, Eileen, and Richard Ramirez on his own when Gacy handcuffs him to his chair. That's how he gets in that chair. Yeah, I forgot. As dinner moves on, um, Evers brings out a drugged young man as a little snack. Oh, my God. Um, John tries to shoot Dahmer to prevent him from, um, what does that mean? He drills in his head. Oh. I think that's what that is. I just know that he drills his head, so I guess that's what that is. Yeah. Well, um, drilling his brain. Yeah, that. Yeah, drilling a hole in your brain. I had to look it up. You looked it up? I need to know what that means. (laughs) You're like, I need to. uh, See, look, we're learning new words on this podcast. It's educational. Yeah. So, yeah, John tries to shoot him, and he don't know that it would be pointless because it's a ghost. Little Casper, the friendly ghost. Yeah. Uh, So, outside of the hotel, Sally is talking to a man named Craig about Halloween. She brings him in, and um, this is going to bring her a year of silence from March. Yeah, basically, he leaves her alone if she brings him people to kill. Yeah, so everyone takes a turn stabbing Craig. Sally notices John and... um, Tells him that he has been hallucinating from the alcohol and takes him away. And then we see Alex accepting Lizzie's request to join her and sucks blood from Lizzie's boobie. <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to say. <laughs> yes. She was like, I want to be with my kid. And Elizabeth's like, you can be with your kid if you be my slave and become a vampire. And she's like, deal. Okay. Sounds I'm like in. a sound plan to me. So, yeah. So, yeah, we see um, John still not getting what's going on at the hotel. He It takes him a little while um, before he realizes what's happening. But Devil's Night is a very dark episode um i mean quite literally as in it's very dark in the episode and just the subject matter of all of these famous serial killers in one room for a party is something there's also a joke where they uh note that at the time charles manson was not there because at the time he had not died yet so they're like is charles here this year they're like no he's still in prison so that's where we're at with these people um, and of course, Mr. Richard Ramirez appearing in this season, he had just died in, um, 2013, but he also is going to appear, of course, in a later season, um, 1984, and I honestly think it complicates his character in the AHS universe, but we will get there when we get there, but as of right now, he is happy to be partying at the Hotel Cortez, um, and that is where we leave episode four, Devil's Night. Um, a pair of two very good episodes that uh, lead us into the middle of the season, which um, starts to go even more balls to the wall than it already was. So, let's move 
right along to our next category where we're going to talk about some of the actors and characters that appear in these episodes in a section we like to call Elsa's Cabinet of Curiosities. My monsters, the ones you call depraved, they are the beautiful, heroic ones. They offer their oddity to the world. They provide a laugh or a fright to people in need of entertainment. So, um, in Mommy, we um, see kind of the end of the arcs for Max Greenfield's Gabriel and Naomi Campbell is Claudia Bankson, who is now a ghost in the hotel. Um, and then, of course, Finn Whitrock is continuing his recurring role as Tristan. But in episode three, we also meet our um, another main cast member, and that is... Angela Bassett as Ramona Royale, the former girlfriend of Lady Gaga. And I love Ramona's character. She's fantastic in this season, but I don't think they did enough with her. They kind of, they like, kind of like, I, I don't know. She kind of should have been there from the very beginning. I don't know how they would have weeded that in, but they could have. Um, and I just think that they just keep her out of the action a little too long. But she is a welcome presence in the show, as Angela Bassett always serves up a performance. So, um, yes, she's amazing. And then when we get to Devil's Night, we have the return of Lily Rabe, as she plays Eileen Warnos. Um, she, this is the first of two appearances she has in the season. But this is the second consecutive season where she's not a main cast member. She's just a special guest star. But she, of course, returns for um, Roanoke as a main cast member. So I, I always loved her kind of trajectory on the show where she kind of is like, I'll pop up here. I'll star for a whole season here. I'll be I'll gone. when for... I feel like it. Yeah, like she literally just comes in whenever she feels like it. And I'm like, that's how you should do this show. Like, that's how you should do this. This is what this show is meant to be, where you just, like, come back whenever you want, and it's, like, a whole new thing. So, yes, she's great as Eileen Wuornos. Um, John Carroll Lynch, who pr- played Twisty last season, returns and plays John Wayne Gacy, another serial killer. So he definitely has a type. Um, we have Jeffrey Dahmer, who is played by Seth Gable. I don't really know who he is. And... Anthony Ruivar um, as Richard Ramirez. Now, he was in uh, season one as the couple, as part of the couple that buys Murder House in the last episode that they all like run the family out. He's the dad. So this is one of his other appearances in the season as well. Now, we will move along to our final category of the week. The Briarcliff Jukebox. Pack a camel? No, Gerard, it's not a cigarette machine. It's a great big music box! And for our maiden number, I would like to dedicate this one to our newest resident, patient number G2573, Miss Judy Martin. Enjoy. So, of course, these episodes continue... This season having a fantastic 
soundtrack. We've got Body and Soul by Benny Goodman Trio, Simple Death by Chelsea Wolfe, Just Like Honey, Jesus and the Mary Chain, Atlanta Get Down by Tommy Stewart, Siamese Twins by The Cure, which is fantastic, fantastic song. Um, and then we also have um, uh, Carnival by Natalie Merchant, Your Love by Frankie Knuckles, Sweet Jane by Cowboy Junkies, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but Mirachis by Forest Swords. Um, all of these songs, I've been continue saying it all season, this season would not be as good as it is with half, with, like, without the soundtrack that we have because it just fits so well this like 90s like 80s 90s new wave punk kind of situation is perfect for this season and just the vibe of the hotel in general so uh yes please go check all those songs out and or do like i did and uh just go find that ahs hotel playlist on um, apple music or spotify and go listen to that because it's got every song in there and it's Great listen if you're feeling manic or like you really want to kill someone, which hopefully you don't. So, that is all that we have for this week. I'm very happy to be back for 2022. Are you looking forward to hopefully finishing the series out in 2022, Haley Grace? Yeah, sure. She's like, as mm-hmm. long as you shut the fuck up, I'll be really happy about anything. <laughs> no, I mean, I kind of think yeah. we're eventually... Uh, I mean, hopefully we can finish it out. I think I, f- I feel like we will, because the seasons start getting shorter after the season anyway, so we're not going to be sitting here for parts one through seven anymore. Um, yeah. But yes, that is all we have for this week. You can find us on social media you can find myself on twitter at taylor d-h-e-r-t-y on instagram at taylor d-h-e-r-t-y 93 and you can also find this program on twitter and instagram at die in their pod and then where can everyone find you Haley grace at hgh evans Everywhere. Everywhere. Continuity is key. Continuity. Uh, see, I, I did not think about that when I made my handles for myself. But You're dumb. We know. That's, uh, hey, it's 2022 and I'm still dumb. So, happy new year. <laughs> is, I don't, is there a New Year's episode of American Horror Story? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. We do have a few Christmas episodes, but no, nothing New Year's. That listen, we have an American Horror Story that you were at with me for New Year's. Y'all want an American Horror Story? Talk about running out of a gay club crying after you bash your head against a pole after listening to applause. Like that's an American Horror Story. It's a different story for a different day, though. <laughs> I will never forget that night. Oh my god. It is what it is. It is what it is. Don't cry over men. Twenty twenty two. Alrighty, everybody. So that's all we get for this week. We will see you next time. Say goodbye, Haley Grace. Bye. Your first bye of the year. <laughs> get out of my house. Okay, I will. Goodbye.